Oh my god, that's a new theme song, but you know what? You're in the place you always should be. It's another edition of Brothering Around. It's episode number 36. I think I got it right on that one. 37? 30? What, episode 55? I don't know. Which one are we? We're just 36, I think. 36. 36. And you know, I don't like to brag... But I like to consider myself the Jeff Jarrett of Brothering Around. Uh, <laughs> are you going to go on an extended, uh, like, sleeve? Is that what No, see, I'm going to come out. My jacket doesn't have sleeves on it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stand around. My guitar never has strings for some reason. I have it, but I don't play it. You know... That's it. I'm gonna hand out tacos to the nice Mexican people in the crowd. Oh my <laughs> God. Throw beers. That's at how it. you be, That's how you get a, get over. Yeah, that's just great. You know, that's I, it's worked for me. I don't. I can't say that for everyone, but it's worked for me. I'm Wes Gardner, yeah. coming to Hobo, your host over there, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Marco Flores. Yes, sir. Didn't break the law this week. Didn't. Woo! This is the one. <laughs> this is your week of a. Uh, <laughs> did you get a coin or anything for not breaking the law for a week? Like, is it like no, a, a program? No. Yeah, right. Yeah, you one week. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, one week award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one week since my last citation. Your class. community, your community <laughs> service yeah. is you have to host a dare seminar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to show up in a bear costume. Talk about how drugs. Right, what are you? What do you own? What do you own? It ain't like that. <laughs> it's like staring like straight. Yeah, listen, Abby, all of this fitting to be a breeze. Uh, <laughs> we got we got Todd EVF, the 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 master of the precipice, right over there. What's going on? Yes, sir. I see you had the ISP trouble, my friend. Yes, uh, my my internet service provider believes that uh, stable internet is not what we pay for. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, what do you think they are? What do you what do you think they're the business of? I mean, so all it means is tons of vodcasts. Like, uh, when, while we record this, I have a 38-hour-long vodcast running. Yes, so. sir. <laughs> because fuck that. That's doing it, dude. That's good. You are literally in two places at once right now. Yep. Yeah. That's true. I've That's been heckling it. myself the entire time, too. It's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, pop, I'll pop into the stream, and You'll I'm just yourself. like, come on, streamer. You'll pop yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, does this guy chat? Is this live? Just ask, is this live over and over and over? Because oh, that's apparently what people do on. About how I want to PVP. Uh, come on, PVP me, bro. Like, yeah, fight me in real life. <laughs> Stop. Just, uh, what was it? Why are you playing this this old ass game? Because uh, it's all vampire <laughs> content. It's like, yeah. why are you playing this old ass game? Destiny 2 just came out for the PS4, bruh. It's like, bro. PvP me. You got a PS4? You got a PS4? Why don't you answer me, Strummer? <laughs> hey, Strummer. Strummer, what are you doing? I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs. You should just spout a line saying, like, I'm not dead yet, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, dead yet. And then, then he can interact and then you just do whatever you do. It's like, I lived, bitch. Um, and then we got the Hustler. Making things happen. The person out on the scene, doing the deed, doing the dirty. We got Moriarty. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> See, and I say doing the dirty because you want the packs. Yeah. And those uh, door. Thankfully, I did not get the pack box. 
Go yeah. me. I was about to say, and those door handles. Ooh, buddy. Oh my god! I, to be fair, it must have been that ten dollar fucking juice bottle I got to keep me from getting the Pax box. But upon like you know, I was like halfway through finishing it. Yeah. And in like the label, like after it explains like what's in it, it's like may contain harmful bacteria because it's raw juice. What? Oh, oh, <laughs> it's supposed to keep me from getting sick, not kill me. <laughs> right. It's just to kind of help boost your immune system, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you know. Yeah, apparently chlorophyll is an ingredient. Oh, Jesus. Explain that one. <laughs> that it was green. It had like ginger and other healthy shit in it. Wheatgrass was in there too. Meh. Ten fucking dollars for that bottle. Oh, uh, yeah. It. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're in the wrong business. Apparently. Uh, yeah, and see, here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pax tax. So here's the deal. People will say that shit that organic, you know, it's organic, so it must be good for you. Mm-hmm. Try eating poison ivy. No, thank you. <laughs> like, so to be fair, to be fair, you can. It is possible to eat uh, stinging nettles. You like, you boil them. It's like spinach. Oh, huh. no joke. There's See, actually, um, there's also like a, I, I say tea in a loose term because it's not from the tea leaf, but that's another discussion for later. Like it, you can actually like steep it and drink it. No oh, joke. Yeah. But what, what, what would that taste like though? Like, does it, does it have a flavor or is it? I don't know, but I think I have a friend that has it or I know where to get some. So I might have to go look and report back. Yeah. See, we need to yeah. know because I get that buyer. That yeah, it's like let me call the friend of a friend. Exactly. It, the secret is <laughs> just like probably it. probably with other things, you don't go directly to the source. That's an amateur <laughs> move. You have a friend buy it for you, and then you give the friend an extra ten bucks as a finder's fee. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's just how we work in the tea business. I mean, that's just how it is. <laughs> oh, but enjoy your own supply. That's right. You don't you don't scarface your own tea. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so many a thing happened this week Mainly one thing And it's about Jeff Jarrett It makes me laugh But <laughs> so, so we could go at great length About our best uh, Jeff Jarrett memories Like the time he uh, Wore his sunglasses Or the time he uh, and, um, Whenever he uh, Yeah, yeah that, um, that stick The stick about uh, the slap nuts That was a <laughs> I mean, my uh, favorite he had a manager. trying to get people to fund uh, Global Force by buying gold from him. Buying gold, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did we That's talk like, about this last episode? Or was it the episode before? Maybe uh, that. Was, maybe it was the last episode. Back, actually. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. I, I know we talked about it at some point. Uh, anyways. It's like, <laughs> it's like whenever Trump put out those Trump stakes, but you could only oh. buy them at, at the sharper image. God. <laughs> You could only buy them at fucking Radio Shack because, like, when I think steaks, yeah. I, I think, think Radio an, Shack. I think an electronic store. Exactly. Like, yeah. So when I think Carney wrestling, I think I want to buy gold. Here, here's a coin that has a picture of a guitar on it, and it's a limited edition. Enjoy. Well, it's a slap nuts on the, the side. You had to join Team Jarrett first off, and mm, you mm-hmm. for your initial. Uh, donation to team Jarrett to be part of the team you got assigned eight by ten or some shit oh boy and then you had to si- sell gold so <laughs> i mean it was like a total <sighs> i mean pyramid, this isn't even scheme. an alleged thing like this it was a fucking pyramid scheme <laughs> like 
like, but, of, uh, but of course it was. Because even when Jeff Jarrett was quote unquote like a household name, he sucked. Like it was just one of those things. Even as a kid, you realize it. Like, why is this guy on my screen right now? Like, the I could be. The reason he was so over was because his daddy owned a territory. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't yeah. even feel like he was ever over, really. Like, I, I feel mean, like he was, like, wedged in to stand beside people that were over. Like, he worked with the people that were over. But yeah. he, he never got over. And he was there before things got hot. Right? Like. Oh, yeah, because he Monday, had the long Monday Buffon Raw, like, haircut. Almost taking off, but he left before, you know, yeah. Attitude Era fully, you know, embraced it. Yeah, he has the worst business sense because he's like, Monday Night Raw, this isn't going anywhere. And then he leaves and then that shit takes off. And then he's like, what is this? TNA, this is the hottest program I've ever seen. And then like the X Division, wonderful. And then he goes in and that fucking tanks. Like, this guy is kryptonite. But I don't I don't fucking understand. Like, I've been following the entire debacle all fucking day yeah. and it does not make any goddamn sense so for those that don't know jeff jarrett owned a company called global force wrestling and it was trying to get into the sort of indie hype new japan ring of honor hey we got the best talent we're gonna put on the best shows we're gonna go right. you know to baseball fields we're gonna go out into the community and do cool community service things and then we're gonna uh, just run good, just good, solid wrestling. Back how it, you know how things should be. Like that was the whole pitch. And then, yeah, and then follow these wrestlers as like uh, reality show, like kind of like the TNA backstage behind behind the camera sort of thing. Yeah, where, where it was like kayfabe, but yeah, like yeah, they could stretch it a little bit, but you know, everyone's basically in character. Yeah, and. He just never, I, I saw, I think, two, I guess, episodes, and I say, nope, I'm good. <laughs> I, I've seen they everything. Like, I, I, I think so, or they had, like, an online special or something. Like, oh, okay, cool. yeah, it was, like, a iPay-Per-View or a, right. I can't remember what it was. It was off of a High Spots thing, but they, but they were also part of a Ring of Honor. I think it was the Field of Honor thing where they had the baseball oh, okay. stadium show and then mm. like oh and the your opening act like you know you're going to see the rolling stones and it's like by the way before the rolling stones come on stage here's chuck and the yokels and he, they're <laughs> gonna play they're gonna play their fucking songs and you're like oh great can't wait to hear this um but yeah that's basically what it was and you feel bad because he got some okay names you know people have been by jeff jarrett in the in the business for a while, and sure, like, yeah, man, I'll help you out with your new thing, whatever. And they'll go and do some stuff for him. But it never really, there was no direction to this company. It's like you have to have some sort of end goal. Yeah, you need to like have an end goal, and there never was one. Like, whenever your first episode is your end goal, where do you go? Well, you're done. Yeah. Well, we did it. You know, just make it a pay per view, make it like a. What what are those uh, Tommy Dreamer things? The House, House of Hardcore. yeah House of Hardcore, Hardcore. yeah uh, like, make them like that. Make it a once a year Global Force Wrestling. Try to get a bunch of people you know together. Make it a big event and then be done. Like what are you doing trying to make a fucking weekly show? Like you're dead in the water before you start. 
I will right. like I've I followed uh, TNA almost from the beginning, back when it was weekly pay per views. Mm, and mm, I mean, right. this is before Dixie got involved. This was when it was Jarrett and Russo, which mm. it was it was rough. But we got some great names out of it. We had some great talent, and um, I mean, that's what got people to actually buy the fucking ten dollar a week pay per view to kind of see what was going on. Yeah, I mean, you had Ricky Steamboat involved. You had. Uh, I mean, he was he was one of the big names. You had uh, uh, he was an authority figure too. You had uh, 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 Ron Killings, who didn't oh, yeah. do shit at that point, and then yeah. he became a breakout in in TNA. Yeah, and um, Christopher Daniels, Elix Skipper. I mean, you had all these great talent, and this was all under Jarrett, and it worked. The problem is, Jarrett believes that he should be the guy for the company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you would and see a lot of these things while. where he would be like, oh, hey, I back then they were affiliated with the NWA. So it was like, oh, I'm now the NWA champion. And you're like, fucking what? <laughs> it's like, oh, good. <laughs> I've had, now had the championship six times. Like, why? <laughs> you know? And yeah. it's just, oh, we gave it to AJ once. Like, well, fucking he deserved it. Like, yeah. You own the goddamn promotion, which is hemorrhaging <laughs> money, which apparently that's what Global Force is doing now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's Dixie got involved. Jarrett got out. Uh, she brought Bischoff, Hogan, and forget who else. Uh, uh, Bischoff's uh, business partner. Uh, I forget oh. his name. Harvey, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and for three years, they ran that company to the ground. <laughs> So surprise, uh, surprise. Yeah, right. I mean, she was she was essentially the anti-Jarrett because Jarrett was all about like I have to be the guy, blah, 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 blah. With her, yeah, later on she became part of the show, but she was she was a mark. She was a yeah. fucking mark the entire sure. time. So and, and whenever I mean, you yeah. have Bischoff who was accused of kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like he was kind of, he just wanted to be part of the boys, you know, with NWO and all that stuff. And it worked out great at the first, but then it just oversaturated and then it fell off oh, the yeah. rails. And then, yeah, you get another Mark like Dixie and then she yeah. falls for all the hype as well. Yep. And, like it's funny, you know, Marco, you said get high on your own supply. That's like yeah. it made the Scarface reference, but it makes sense here. Like this is what happens when that happens is you start believing your own bullshit. And yeah. it just TNA once you have been, yeah, TNA Global Force, whatever the fuck you want to call them, has been on the brink of going out of business for what the last ten years now. Oh, easy, <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> like easy. Every every couple months, like Anthem picked it up in February. Eight months later, not even eight months later, they're like, oh, we're ready to fucking drop it. Yeah, this this like, news is basically a repeat of what happened like how many how many months ago? Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, well, the same exact thing. Hemorrhaging money, you yeah. know, they're they're like literally almost dead, and then all of a sudden, some some network is going to buy them, and then they're good for like the next three months or something. Well, and it's it's part of it's their business strategy. Like, um, right? They let their they let their guys work other shows, which is yeah. great because. They they tape like two months worth of TV in three days. 
basically. So you got these guys that are just sitting around doing nothing. You know, mm. let them work other promotions. Let them do their shit. Yeah. But they're going to, you know, according to the contracts, their global force has to approve the booking, which I understand. You don't want somebody getting hurt and so on and so forth. But then they also take a 10% fee. Like a bigger fee, right? Yeah, they take a 10% fee off of the booking. Yeah. So let's just say you're booked uh, and you know, you're know you making $1,500. Global Force is getting 150 off of yeah. your booking. And then you got to pay for your travel, your accommodations, all the other shit. Um, all your merchandise, all that money goes to Global Force. I mean, I understand in New Japan, like the guys don't make anything off of their merch. That's why a lot of them have like uh, pro wrestling tea shops and, and yeah. such. Mm. Yep. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's just such shitty business. And it's, you know, and I hate to put it this way. It is, it is typical carny shit that yeah. they're doing. I mean, the talent that, that global force TNA, whatever the fuck uh, they are, they're going to be like when, when they get bought out, probably in a couple months, um, whatever they are, they have a great roster. They have great talent and I want to see them succeed. But the office doesn't want them to succeed and that's right. what's causing the problem. And that's all, that's mm -hmm. been the problem since 2003. The company opened in 2002. I mean, they had one really good year and then after that like they got their first TV deal and everything went fucking downhill. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know who looks like a genius coming out of all this? Which is so surreal to say. Billy fucking Corgan. Oh, okay. <laughs> the lead fucked. The lead yeah. singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. So <laughs> how he fits it, yeah. So he got screwed out of the deal. But the yeah. thing is, he was able to at least keep some of the money that was invested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he got some sort of buyout. I can't remember the exact things of the deal. But he's out. Yeah. He has a little bit of something. Yeah, um, Anthem paid back the uh, the pending debt towards him. Yes, when they did that's the right. buyout. That's right. So he got a little something out of the deal, and now he has his hands. That dirty laundry is done for him. He doesn't even have to touch it. Isn't he in process of buying NWA as well? Yeah, or is, is that all, all done? Yeah, yeah. See if he and what I thought he should have done this whole time. He should have had the full TNA deal. He should he should really carny it up. He should get NWA. He should get you know uh, if he wants to be part owner of Ring of Honor, like whatever. Let him go do it, and then sell all those tape libraries to WWE. Yeah, there you go. Bingo. Done and done. You have no overhead now. They have all the tapes that they can put on their servers. You just got a crazy payday. The boys that are on the tapes get some sort of royalty check. Well, actually, I don't think they do on the WWE Network as it stands right now. But uh, I know depends on the depends on the contract. Yeah. yeah. So, but th I guess that's going to be a thing going forward. Is now people are going to yeah. be like, okay, what's my share of WWE Network subs? Is it how much time my stuff is watched, or is it a program I was on? You know, like basically, how are we going to put this out across you know six hundred yeah. talent? Uh, you know, <laughs> six hundred wrestlers. Like, how are we going to pay this out? Um, but yeah, I think it would be very much like they used to do the uh, the the DVD royalties. Yeah, It'd be something along the lines of that. Like if you were on the show, basically. Yeah, if you were on the show, yeah. 
Yeah, because that's how that's it's funny because that's how like local rock music, like the shows like that. I don't know if you've ever been to like the local, you know, metal shows or something. Mm-hmm. But what they do is, you know, you'll go and then you, if you pay at the door, you pay your seven bucks or whatever for a cover fee. And then they'll be like, what band are you here to see? And then you'll be yeah. like, oh, I'm here to see blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right. And then they have a little chart and they just put a little dot next to it like bloop. And then, at least the places I went, and then at the end of the night, they would look and be like, well, 200 people came and 180 came to see the main event, so they get a majority of the... <laughs> like, they get a majority of the gate, and yeah. the rest of it's like divvied up between the four other bands that were uh, were out there selling tickets and trying yeah. to party it up. Yeah, they, they have their t-shirts, the poor high school kids that custom made their own t-shirts are out there like, please buy our shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But yeah, so the whole global forcing, it, it's kind of bad because I actually forgot they existed. <laughs> Which sounds pretty terrible. I was like, oh, oh yeah, the Jeff Jarrett thing. And that's yeah. the only thing that I thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but we can, we can buy some gold. Hey, we should get in on that right now. We should go in. We should buy all that fucking gold. And then before he like before he like goes crazy, and then he's like, "It's all worthless," and it's like, "Haha, bitch, we got all the gold," and then well, <laughs> we can like resell it as a collector's item. Well, uh, what is it? One one of the latest little things, and you know, as I said, I've been trying to keep up with this. Is um, he's apparently um, updated like his social media shit, and one of the things he updated is the fact that he's now taking bookings. Oh my god! Oh. Interesting. <laughs> He updated Which his. Which is never uh, a good sign. He updated his LinkedIn profile. Add me on. Add me on LinkedIn for my resume. His, his Twitter and his Instagram. You can now uh, book him for shows. Oh boy! It's well, I'm get get that iron while it's, it's hot, baby. Beautiful. Because oh man, I'll tell you what. Nothing's gonna draw more money to your promotion than Jeff <laughs> fucking Jarrett. You know what? Like, if I had the money to do so, I I would book him just to job him the fuck out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the local guy, too. And do it to the local guy. The guy yeah. up and comer. He just came out of, like, the New Japan Dojo or something. You know, oh, or not even. Uh, not even. He's worked, like, maybe two studio shows. Job him to, like, Yoshitatsu, Bullet Club Hunter. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Yoshi. Oh, yeah, the, the Bullet Club Hunter. Yeah. yeah him, oh. and, um, him and fucking uh, Billy Gunn. There you go. Oh my god! <laughs> and like, here's the thing: Billy Gunn looks too good to be so terrible. Like, yeah, he, right, right. He has the perfect build. He has like the perfect another guy. And this dude gets a lot of hate, but I'm kind of a mark for him. Is Al Snow? I think oh Al god. Snow. I think Al Snow is a genius because he, he's, he legitimately is because he's such. In old school, like, well, no, you see, you got you to gotta have the, the faces and you got to have the heels. And then you got to, uh, like, he said something that uh, during a training video that I was watching. And it made me just laugh out loud because I was like, I know the point he was trying to make, but he was completely missing the mark. Oh, he was like, well, why would I want to go to a doctor who never broke his own arm? And I was like, wait, what the fuck? What? what? <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah, about? I, I understood the point he was making. Yeah, like yeah. you want someone with experience and that knows the drill. But you're like, you want to go to a doctor that broke his own arm? Why? Like, yeah, fuck all that. I, I think the guy that didn't break <laughs> his arm. I'm coming for all that. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm just coming for these hands. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, like it's so interesting. But then you have, you know, of course, like Sex Ferguson, who's the, oh, yes. the cream of the crop, <laughs> the oh. creme de la creme. Uh, so Marco, you had a real good idea on Twitter. Oh yeah, and and I and I, I thought about a few of these. And okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of sweeten the pot. Since this is, you know, we got a new theme song, we got the new vibe. It's the brethren around, the gimmick bag, and we got the, the you know, the chocolate and the peanut butter, and it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got we got all this going, and so Marco was like, you know what, we should do like 20 questions. We should just think of random questions. The icebreakers. This is our first day on the job. We gotta, we gotta be like, well, hi, I'm so and so, and I work in the blah 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 department, and uh, go around in the circle. I like the oatmeal cookies and the long walks on the beach, and then you just go to the next person. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we're doing. But you had a good idea that find a question and we each answer it. That way, you, the viewer, the public, the brothering around universe, uh, get to get to hear the different takes on these questions. So yeah. I'm just gonna come right out and say it. What is everyone's favorite video game system? Oh, ever, oh, ever. Oh, We're dropping okay. bombs right Dang. up front. Okay, okay. And I mean, it could be it could be really whatever you want. If you just like the look of it, if you like a few of the games, but you understand another system has better games. But like, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's not a well. This had the better games, and this was a. It doesn't matter. Like, if you gun to your head. You had to pick a favorite video game console system. Which one would it be? Damn. Hmm. I'd say the PlayStation. Regular PS1? PS1. PS1. It, it, it kind of defined my gaming everything. Sure. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I grew up through Nintendo, Sega Master System, and Super Nintendo. And Super Nintendo was great, too. Oh, but yeah. Like, my my definition of gaming was in the PS One era. Heck yeah, the big old cover boxes and all. <laughs> <laughs> like they're bigger than the game itself, and oh, oh god, they were like, oh, they were right. like four times larger, and it was great. yeah, <laughs> that is great. I remember getting the original Destruction Derby, and yeah, yeah that that box was seven foot tall. And you open that shit, like, you, you peel it open, and it has that weird... And I never understood this part. It had a weird, like, block of, of foam. It did. Like, of like of a, a block of nothing. Of nothing. Like, three feet away from the disc. And the game manuals were as tall as well. Yeah, they had to custom print them on, like, ridiculous newspaper paper or something. Yeah. They were like, how did you find paper this size? Um, <laughs> the only better boxes... Where the you the, buy the, enough boxes and you do a domino effect with them. All right, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we just yeah. shake the foundation <laughs> of your house. Um, there you go. <laughs> like the only better, and by better I mean way more stupid boxes. Where Eidos, uh, you know, people that made you know Tomb Raider and stuff like that, they they published PC games, like mm-hmm. physical PC games for a while, and the box looks like a pyramid, like. It was super wide at the base. It was like a foot and a half long at the base. And then it came up and then like flattened up top and everything. Like I know Tomb Raider, the original, came out on one of those boxes. Uh, Both of the Thief games, I think, did. And then uh, Final Fantasy VII and VIII did. And God, those boxes are hideous. Oh, they're so (laughs) ugly. It's like, why would you do this? Like, who made you like this? 
Who made you like this? Who made you like this? Um, but I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb. It, it doesn't have the best games. It doesn't have uh, you know, the games are fine on it and stuff. But you know, I just like it because of the history. I like it because whenever I first saw this system, it literally made my jaw drop. Was the Sega Dreamcast? Oh, like okay. the first time I remember, I was in a Sam's Club. We were getting groceries for God knows what. Like some, you know, the only reason you go to Sam's Club is to get like a forty-gallon barrel drum of mayonnaise. Like they, they just have <laughs> way too much food for no reason. Like, oh, you know, you're gonna buy some chicken? All right, we have an eighty-seven-pound bag of chicken in the back. We can bring it, and you're like, uh, sure. We won't have to go grocery shopping for a year. Yeah, yes. Like uh, they thought we were like camp counselors buying food for 500 people. Um, (laughs) So like, but you go to Sam's Club and you buy your army ration of food and then you you leave. But they had a Dreamcast set up and on the on the screen was NFL 2K. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, what is this? Like, I thought some sorcerer, like, came in and just made it. Because this looked better than arcade shit. I was like, whoa. Like, look how smooth the animation is. Look how good the graphics look. Like, the sound is on point. What is Mm -hmm. this thing? And then after that, uh, I I think the second game I saw on it was Sonic Adventure. The first uh, Sonic Mm -hmm. Adventure game, the 3D one. The game's terrible, by the way. It has not aged well in the least. (laughs) But you see that the first time, and Sonic's running, you know, 100 miles an hour, and that whale's jumping right. behind him on a bridge. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, this is this is unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, it had hot hits, man. It had Shenmue, uh, which, yeah, you know, yeah, the did. better version of Shenmue is Yakuza. And I'll say that mm-hmm. till my dying day. Yakuza oh, took Shenmue and made it a fun, good video game. So, yeah, those are fighting words. We're going to get a lot of hate mail. Um, how dare you? Shenmue's perfect. Uh, saying like Power Stone. My my demo kiosk of Dreamcast was uh, Soul Calibur. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? That Leonard Nimoy uh, fish game? Seaman. Seaman, that's right. Seaman. Yeah. (laughs) And there was another one. Uh, uh, Rated Rated Rumble boxing? Yes, absolutely. Afro Thunder, Afro Thunder, Afro that's right, right. Thunder, Afro the, Thunder. Yeah, uh, the Dreamcast um, kiosk that we had in our, our local mall was Ready to Rumble, um, King of Fighters. Oh, oh nice. Oh, yes, sir. Which was like, I mean, and the other one I could give a shit less about because King yeah. of Fighters. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was King of Fighters '99, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. buddy. '99. I think that was shit. God, you got some. <laughs> Dank hits right there, and like Skies of Arcadia. (laughs) I mean, as much as I like, there's a few of them that I'm just like, holy shit! Like I could go this route, but I mean, I have to go with the uh, with the Turbo Graphics. Interesting. That's a good take. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it had a very unique uh, card system to it. I mean, don't get me wrong; the Sega Master System had a card system as well to it, in a sense. Um. But I mean, fucking Splatterhouse. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. I can't argue with Splatterhouse. It's true. And Turbo Graphics is one of those that, like, yeah, and like Turbo Graphics is one of those that, if you look at prices on eBay now, 
you either have people that are like, ah, I have this box of junk and I need to get it out of my room. And you can grab the TurboGrafx system and like eight games for like 20 bucks, buy it now. Or you have... Because it only had one fucking controller port. <laughs> right. Or yeah. you have the people that are like, what's this old relic? And then they look at it and they're like, $900, please. And you're like, no, what? Like, get out of here. The entire library of the TurboGrafx. Yeah. How many North American games were TurboGrafx? It was like, it was less than 100. It was, uh, yeah, it was like 74, 75 mm. published Turbo Graphics, Something uh, like that, yeah. I mean, the yeah. big hits were Splatterhouse and I want to say Bonk. Bonk, yep. Yeah. Were the, uh, were the two call. big gets for Turbo Graphics, But, I mean, the graphics were on point. Um, yes. It's just... It, it's hard to explain why it was so good, but mm. it's one of those, it was a kind of ahead of its time. Oh, sure. It was a new, new, newcomer. Absolutely. Between, it, absolutely. It was Vegas a newcomer, but it also like, you look at a game like Splatterhouse, like you wouldn't see that on a Genesis. You wouldn't see that right. on a Nintendo console. I mean, yeah. you would see that in an arcade. And it kind of gave you that, like the only other thing that would be on par with something like that. And and I didn't want to go this route because it's, it's kind of fucking cheating, cheating was the Neo Geo. Mm. Yeah. You had to be rich. Oh God. Yeah. First off, you had to be rich. Secondly, your cartridge for the Neo Geo was the same. They used in the goddamn arcade cabinets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, You just bought the AES or whatever, uh, the home console version Uh, of it. Yeah, the, those AES things are insane expensive now. Oh, yeah. Dang. Todd, I don't mean to make you feel old, but I actually had to look up what the fuck you were talking about because <laughs> I'd never heard of it before. That's oh, right. Get my cane. <laughs> Back in my favorite game console was Hoop and Stick. <laughs> You know we um, had to go tra- we knew we had to travel a ferry to Japan to get there. <laughs> there was, was fourteen weeks to get there. I used to play the Super Bengay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we found a bucket in the yard. And then we found a rock that might work and we got fifty yards away from fifty paces. We saw who would make the a rock in the bucket. So so was it the turbo graphics that you had to look up or the Neo Geo? <laughs> Uh, the Turbo Graphics, the Neo Geo, I, I've kind of heard. Of. Okay. All right, Turbo Graphics. I had no idea what the fuck you were going on about. I had to look. This man's oh, speaking man. crazy. Yeah. See, now <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. Now we gotta go deep. You gotta look up the Vectrex. You gotta look oh, up. Oh, you gotta Spectrum. look up the uh, yeah the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. You gotta look up the Apple II. You gotta look <laughs> up. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get. We'll get you there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a console, and I'm so torn. Uh, um, Because I remember playing the Sega Genesis a lot when I was younger, and Mm -hmm. then um, after that, I had, like, no in-between. I went from, like, Sega Genesis to, like, PS1. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. I skipped a fuck ton of stuff. That's a jump, yeah. It is a jump. Personally, like, I was kind of the same way. Like, I had friends that had the different consoles, but Mm -hmm. I didn't. Right, Sega Genesis. I had the Sega CD. I didn't have the 32X, but then from there Mm. we jumped right to PS One, and it was just it was like shit. 
Like what, yeah. what just happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time choosing between the two. Between the yeah. second Genesis and the P, uh, what was it? PS One. PS One. Okay. All right. Like I have very very fond childhood memories of like playing on both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Flip a coin. All right. Fifty <laughs> fifty. Um, I don't have a coin near me. <laughs> Fuck someone do it for me. <laughs> I have no currency. Oh, and we, I spent it all at PAX. Side. We have the site for a flip a coin. Yeah, we do. Oh shit, we can look that up. Oh <laughs> that JRPG battle royale we did. Oh my god. That was a that was a train wreck. It was like the best train wreck we've ever had though. It was, it was. Cause <laughs> whenever you have no control over how a show is gonna go. Mm-hmm. It's lit- you literally flip the coin and then you have to do that. What that one episode we did it sixteen times, and then had mm-hmm. to talk about like each of these matchups. And I was like, "Holy shit! Like uh-huh. this is this is chaos." Because yeah, we did, basically we took what was a thirty-two, something like yeah. that, thirty-two uh, PS or just it was a uh, Japanese role-playing games. Any across mm-hmm. all deals. I can't remember what we had the cutoff date as. I think it may have been like PS2 ish. Um, yeah, like everything up to PS1 or something like that. And then yeah, uh, yeah. up to PS1. Yeah, yeah. Took took all those and then put them in a big pot and like raffled it all off. And then we it was mm-hmm. single elimination. Um, so you did a flip of three, and then whoever won goes to the next round. Went all the way to the top of the heap. Oh, anarchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And some of those, um, some of those decisions we had to make, I still yeah. you can have you can have nightmares about. You're like there's still repercussions. Because if I if there I asked, uh, here here's my second question. My second question yeah, okay. for the whole twenty questions. Okay, <laughs> pick your poison. You got Chrono Trigger or you got Final Fantasy VI. Make your trigger. make your make your line in the same. Oh man, this is a rematch. Um, oh Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI? Yeah. Hell no, man. Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, Final Fantasy VI. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm going to make... I like saving too much. I'm going to make every, like, nerd guy hate me. I've, I haven't played either. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I, well, and, you know, that's... I mean, that makes sense. Because those are a very old-school style of... Yeah, like if you didn't grow you up had, with it, there's not a lot of appeal. Graphic sixteen. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it makes sense. But the thing is, I will say, out of those two, the one I would recommend you play now is Chrono Trigger, right? Because I think it's shorter, it tells a better story. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot more going for it. Yeah, I've actually kind of had that, like, my eye on that for like the DS. Yeah, that's a great oh, yeah, version yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. That's a great, yeah. great version of it. Like it has kind of remastered sound. They added a hidden dungeon. Um, there's literally no load times. Like it, it might be the best the version PS1 of the game to get. Right? Yes, yeah, and you get the PS1 yeah. cutscenes without any load times, which is Ooh. great. Yeah, so it's worth it. And I think you can get it sealed on eBay for like twenty bucks. Um, yeah. So yeah, well worth it. Highly recommended. In Did fact, I, I was looking at it like a week ago because I've been playing my 3DS <laughs> like crazy. Good God, man. Ever since I got that 2DS XL, whew, mm-hmm. that's all I've been. Every single night, I put like two and a half hours in on a 2DS game. 
or a 3DS game, I should say. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy. That system, I'll say it, that system is the best handheld ever made. The freaking 3DS, or uh, because it plays all the regular DS games all the way up to 3DS. Like, mm-hmm. no contest. I think it's better than the Game Boy Advance. I think it's better than the freaking PSP. Um, not quite as good as the N-Gage, but, uh, oh, but you know... It's uh, Engage might be the greatest. My, I changed. It wasn't the Dreamcast. My favorite console of all time is the Engage. <laughs> Why the Ouya? The no, yeah, the Nokia, the the R Zone, the the oh. Toys R Us R Zone <laughs> is oh, my dude. favorite. <laughs> the the Sega Nomad. Sega Nomad okay. wasn't bad. Was yeah, but was it good? But was it good? I played the <laughs> shit out of my Nomad. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Uh, I mean, arguably, when you when you think about it, it was it allowed you to bring your console with you. I mean, that's true. I mean, you brought uh, because <laughs> so the Sega Nomad you could play Sega Genesis games on the go, but that thing weighed nine pounds. Because oh, and you had like a shit ton of batteries. Exactly. <laughs> so it was the size of like a Bible. And then <laughs> so it's huge. You can't like put it in a pocket. Like this is a thing you put on carry on luggage. And it takes like 14 AA batteries. And yeah. it has what? 32 minute battery life. Like it barely. <laughs> you turn it on and it just shuts back off. Like it takes all of its power just to boot. Then, I mean, you weren't. Oh. You're not wrong. <laughs> right. Like um, uh, you, you could get the expensive ass uh, AC adapter for it. Oh yeah. And the, um, right. oh, what the hell was it? There was also the um, the composite kit for it as well, so you can actually what? hook it up to a TV. Which is like, so, why would I get this instead of just a fucking Sega Genesis? Like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, I mean, we we had it uh, mostly so like because at the time we were doing a bunch of traveling. So, you know, wait a minute. Someplace, it's just like you're you're telling me that you're using this like a switch. Kind of. This yeah. is this is pre switch switch shit right oh, here. Sega. Yeah. Sega does what Nintendo don't is all I'm saying. <laughs> you're that Nintendo. You're ripping them oh, off. Man. That's right. They're, they're only what thirty five years behind the times. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, Nintendo. We still love. Sega it. finally got a point on you guys. I mean, they had backlit screens, which you guys didn't want, apparently. True. Um, and they uh, they gave us basically a switch pre switch. Shots fired. That's I mean, mm. it's fair play. And of course, with the Sega Game Gear, um, the screen size was that of a postage stamp. But hey, the games looked good. <laughs> That that was the. If you look at pictures of a Game Gear now, it's laughable because oh, you have this enormous system, right, that you hold in your hands, <laughs> and the screen is, like... is legit the size of like, not even it's half the size of like a playing card, like a Nokia cell phone or something. Yeah, <laughs> one of the old brick phones. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could play Snake on it. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's all it was. That was the only fucking game we. That's my game back in my day. We played Snake. And we liked oh, it. Oh man! Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got I got one I got one for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Since since you guys are talking about things like pushing things like to the to to the general audience, what was the thing 
uh, that you were trying to push, it could be anything like comics or or a video game or a TV show that you were really going for, but it didn't pan out. Like it kind of got dead in the water. Like, uh, uh, like I was trying to push for, um, I was trying to push for one of the Sentai shows that were not Power Rangers. Like, not VR Troopers. VR Troopers, <laughs> yeah. VR Troopers was okay. VR Troopers was like VR the ultimate. ultimate was right? bad. Sure. Uh, was too bad, right? Was, but uh, like Big Bad Beetleborgs, one of theirs too. Big Bad Beetleborgs, yeah, you got lesser known there, and then you have like, uh, there's this I forgot there was this USA show of like Knights of, like Knights of like Hollywood or something, and it was mm. like this really bad, um, like Sentai show. I was like, yeah, it's actually pretty good, but it's like no, it's really not. Yeah, like the 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 background like big monster screen was just. Which is like this hue of black and blue, like it's trying to be like some sort of sunset, but it's not. And you know, it's a, it's you know, it's like it's it's not it's not exactly what it's supposed to be. And yeah, yeah like oh, that so was my thing. I was trying to push got, the show. I was like, yeah, it's actually good, but it's. it's oh, you're good. trying to get it over. You're trying to be like, oh yeah, man, yeah, I got, I found like, this like, hot like, shit. It, yeah, you yeah, guys so what, need what to have. You, you were trying to. What is the thing that you were trying to get over, but it didn't pan out or it didn't? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, and I'm trying to think back cause I feel like I was kind of an asshole kid. So I was probably trying to get a lot of shit over that probably wasn't very good. Um, okay. but more so than this, and I'm still pushing for this and Marco, you're going to burst out laughing, man. Okay. You bitches need to watch Battlestar Galactica. I'm telling you, <laughs> I've been on this kick since fucking 2003. This is no quarter. Battlestar Galactica. All of you. Classic Battlestar? No. I'm talking reboot, son. Like, the classic is, you know, it set sails, give it a Viking funeral, whatever you got to do to the old one. Just get rid of it. Are you throwing Caprica in that as well? or You know, I dig Caprica. I'm digging it because it was a little misguided. Not the best show ever made, but it did a lot of good things. It had Eric Stoltz. It did. It, it <laughs> sure did. It had Eric Stoltz. It had all of Eric Stoltz. And uh <laughs> Yeah, but I like I like the idea. I thought it was a little ahead of the curve. Uh had some interesting stuff. And then there was another show that came out uh I wanna say a few years ago that was like a Caprica ripoff, and everyone was like, Look how innovative this show is. I was like screaming at the TV. I was like, you fucking people, we had Caprica, and it got canceled because no one watched it. Hey, what was that show? I actually don't know, man. It was like, uh, uh-huh. be- it was it like Being Human or something? Uh, okay, okay. One of those, one, like of the, some, okay, one of those newer shows, right? Yeah, on like fucking okay. Stars 7. Some okay. weird knockoff channel uh but yeah no, serious, battle battle circle like but for real the thing that and almost because this could kind of be a guilty pleasure thing right marco like mm-hmm. yeah kind uh, of yeah pretty okay much. the thing that you kind of dig and you want people to kind of accept but you realize this might be kind of trash yeah so i really loved stargate atlantis that okay. is maybe the guy I'm the one guy. Like people, look, the guy. actual Stargate fans, like stare at me. They just know me. They smell me. They're like this fucking guy. He's the Atlantis fan. 
<laughs> yeah. Point and shriek like out of bo- uh, fucking invasion of the body snatchers at you <laughs> every time you walk in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the- okay. Another another thing I was trying to push was the XFL. Oh my god! I was trying to push for that XFL. Uh, that he hate me. That he hate me, love. I was, I was a fan of the demons, man. I was a fan of the San Francisco demons. I mean, oh we, we had New York he hate Jersey me. hit men, so that's yeah. right. Oh Jesus! <laughs> XF fucking L. <laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> that's when Spike TV had a bunch of dumb shows. Like they yeah, had they had XFL, yeah. and then they had that that roller derby thing you guys oh, remember man. that i miss roller derby I the roller, roller jam derby. yeah roller jam yeah yeah and then they had that fucking basketball game on trampolines what? yeah slam ball <laughs> slam ball because uh the, uh from uh craig from screw attack used to play slam ball oh shit <laughs> yeah man and he's from your state man he's from texas uh, fucking slam ball <laughs> <laughs> oh that i've Always, and I'll to this day. I, I still kind of hope that there's a chance that even I mean the show's been off the air for God knows how long. We get here in the states, mm-hmm. and we technically did, but it was like not the same. Takeshi's Castle. Yes, holy shit! Because uh, we got most extreme oh, elimination challenge. Yeah. yeah, we most extreme elimination challenge with a g- gay Ladouche. Was the Gay Ladouche? Gay Ladouche. It was yeah. something like that. And Kenny Blankenship. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. and Vic Romano. Oh my god, I fucking oh, love that show. Vic, Vic Romano. Dang. And but what was I mean, it? I would, I would have oh. loved. Uh, apparently, on one of the uh, the DVD releases, they included a couple episodes, which was kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I would have loved to, like, even if like a. Uh, I mean, there's so many fucking channels. Like, you got a game show network. Like, fucking put that on there. Like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Do something with it because I would watch the shit out of that. Oh god, yeah. Hulu. Put it on Hulu. I don't give a put fuck. Put it on Mick at Night, man. <laughs> yeah, Mick at Night. Get me on that <laughs> CW After Dark. Like, that's yeah. fine with me. You, you want me to watch your channel? Put Takeshi's Castle on there. Yeah, I, there I don't go. care that the show hasn't aired in fucking 30 years. I will fucking watch this <laughs> show. That's oh, a call to arms. Um, <laughs> that that reminds me. I, growing up, I used to be the biggest mark for the Japanese Iron Chef. Oh, like, my oh, God. Yes. yes. Because oh, they no. had. Yeah, Japanese Iron Chef was the shit. It was yeah. so good because they're like. A secret ingredient, and then it shows like it spins around and stuff, and they're like the fucking fish skeleton, and you're like, and he what? Some weird fucking gesture to like, yeah. oh god, I miss that show so and much. And he oh, he bites man. and see the new duder uh, for the Iron oh, Chef Mark, America. Mark yeah, uh-huh. he he bites the apple, like he holds up right. the onion or the or the bell pepper or whatever, but then he picks right. up the and like I was like, that's a good touch, and he's like, <laughs> my favorite part, he's like, my <laughs> uncle. My uncle. Yeah, isn't the story? Yeah, like Mark DeCascos is the uncle of the Japanese. Or, or yeah, the Japanese guy's the uncle of Mark DeCascos. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it's like my on the the soul of my uncle, uh, all yeah. cuisine or whatever, <laughs> and like, <laughs> but it's not nearly as good because it's not as dramatic. 
is yeah. because the Japanese one man. You would think that if they lost this match, their entire family was in like an execution <laughs> squad. Japan would be let down. That, yeah, <laughs> that the entire nation of Japan would like lose a billion dollars or something. Like yeah. the stakes were so high. This was like Air Bud has to save the community center. Birth rate would type. be even lower in Japan. Yeah, exactly. Like there, there would be a week of mourning that the guy didn't beat the Iron Chef. And like, oh, but then, man. and it never really happened. It's like anytime a Sakamoto was brought on, Iron Chef Sakamoto. And I was like, oh, this shit's done. Sakamoto <laughs> got this. And then, it's gonna be a breeze. Oh, this is gonna be a breeze. Sakamoto, don't play. And then, <laughs> and then, so, like, two people in the history of the show ever beat Sakamoto. And they were like, oh, they were given the keys to the castle. They was like, you are now the president of Japan. Like, com- yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Enjoy your um, new country. What was he the uh, Iron Chef of? The- he was France, I think. He was like Iron Chef oh, France. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about, yeah. The guy that looks like um, Nobio Yumatsu, the composer, because he has the glasses on and the little sleep back here. Sakai. <laughs> yeah, Sakai. Right. God damn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, who are you going to challenge? I'm going to challenge the guy. Your fucking funeral, sir. Yeah, it's like, bro. <laughs> death <laughs> sentence, but, you know, Before it takes all types. Started. Yeah, oh, yeah, he lost. <laughs> just immediately. It's like, well, just back it up. Like, the cameraman should just start, like, bending over to unplug the stuff. Like, nope, we're done. It's, <laughs> it's a done deal. Star, you're already <laughs> dead. <laughs> and, like, they kept the same people. The thing about Iron Chef America is they switch out the fucking Iron Chefs all the time. It's like, yeah. yeah. So here's Kat Cora. And I was like, yeah, Kat Cora is awesome. And it's like, now here's Alex Bornicelli. And you're like, yeah, she's cool. It's like, yeah, here's Bobby Flay. And I'm like, fuck Bobby Flay. Like, and then it goes over to like, because <laughs> all these other people. Like, but uh, I'll go off on it. But, okay, Moriarty, is there an item before I go off on Bobby Flay? Is there an item <laughs> that you wanted to get over that didn't, that never quite got over? That never. Nothing that ever. I couldn't think of anything. Hmm. I like, really don't know. Was there anything like at school, like growing up, that you were like, this thing's really cool, but then you felt like, I should probably never tell anyone about this thing? Because I feel like that's how I felt about like Iron uh, Chef Japan. Like, I couldn't bring that up in ca- like eighth grade, be like, hey, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really don't remember. <laughs> Everything yeah. that Moriarty pushed got over. That's, That's true, man. Here. She's 100%. That's bad in a thousand. Yeah, she's bad in a thousand. Exactly. <laughs> unbelievable record. The undefeated. There you go. I, I just, I'm, I'm just really amazed by fucking Sakai's record. Like, looking at it. 70-15-1. Like, oh, what a beast! God! Like a Goldberg record. <laughs> yeah. and, and the thing is, like, he was not the most winning iron chef like the guy he took over for mm-hmm. only did he was seven one and oh like he only did seven mm-hmm. battles so it's like whatever but he's got a higher win loss yeah and uh japan won uh which was 33 five and one had a higher like like come on good lord and those guys are the real mccoy man because now they don't fuck around you had to go back on that bobby flay shit bobby flay <laughs> has this show called beat bobby flay yep and huh. it's all the same i, I will here's spoiler alert if you haven't watched any episode of beat bobby flay i'm about to explain every fucking episode of bobby flay 
so two celebrities come out and they're like, we know Bobby Flay and we want someone to beat his ass. And everyone's like, woo. So then they're like, so we found these chefs from like the ones from Nebraska and the other ones from Colorado. And you're like, all right, cool. And it's like, here's Peter. And then Peter walks out and he's like this badass baker. And it's like, he won the James Beard Award 97 times. And you're like, okay, cool. And then, then some of the, oh, here's Michelle from New Hampshire and she uh, can cook a deer while it's still being alive and you're like that's cool and then like some weird thing right and then they're like oh and then they have to battle each other right so it's like bobby flay's like hmm yes let me your secret ingredient is a, a red bell pepper and then they're like ooh ah and they, they can in all the oohs and ahs like you could tell it's just a bunch of people lounging yeah. out in the ceiling and they're all just hanging out like hoo, 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 like be in the peanut gallery and so they battle, they battle this little fight and they make whatever dish and they have like 20 minutes and it's like, okay, well I like this flavor and I like that flavor. So I think this person has a better chance of beating Bobby Flay. Oh, well, uh, good work. Yeah. You know, the handshake, the other person, they leave. So then it's the Bobby Flay round and then Bobby Flay. So cocky. He's like, what's your signature dish? And I bet I can beat you cooking your own fucking signature dish. And they're Damn, like, what a dick. I, and then he's like, "All right, bro, come at me. My, I, I cook a mean, you know, uh, chicken and dumplings or something. Like I do secret recipe. I sprinkle some of that, some of that secret pixie dust in it. Like I do something. But my, my chicken and dumplings is the best you'll ever eat." And everyone's like, "Oh my god, chicken and dumplings! Bobby Flay's never ever cooked chicken and dumplings." Like they build up this thing. Like this could be the one. This could be the person that beats Bobby Flay. And then they go, oh, well, well. And then Bobby Flay, the, you know, he's over there sweating. And then the celebrity judges go and, like, poke him while he's, while he's cooking. Like, hey, Bobby, how you feeling, Bobby? And he's like, I don't know. I'm real stressed right now. And then they bring on three other, they bring on three other judges. And then they're like, okay, here are the two dishes. You have to blind taste test. They say blind taste test. But every episode, the challenger goes first. And then Bobby Flay goes second. Every time. Every fucking Every time. time. They never switch okay. it. So if I was a judge on that show, I would know exactly what I was eating. Because I'm like, oh, the first one we get is going to be the challenger, and then the second one's Bobby Flay. Like, the, in my mind's eye, that's what I'm going to think. But they eat it, and they're like, oh, the, you know, the challenger is like, hmm, this is, you know, a lot of the flavors come together, and oh, yeah, and they mumble and whatever. And then it's Bobby textures. Flay's, and yeah, textures, and oh, it's a, a cacophony of <laughs> flavor. And then Bobby Flays comes up and they're like, hmm, interesting. I like the take on it. It's interesting because he used peppers. Because that's all Bobby Flay uses is peppers and fucking everything he ever cooks. <laughs> oh, it's a pepper. Pepper. <laughs> oh, my God. He used a pepper. <laughs> and then, so they eat it. And guess who wins, Marco? Guess who wins? <laughs> I, I gotta, uh, I gotta take a ponder. I have a, I have a hint. The fucking Is show's he... named after his ass. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, right. Of course, it's Bobby Flay. And then the, uh, the, the yeah, the pretty much. I think he's lost like once, and it was like a mistake or something. And then. <laughs> Did somebody get counted out? <laughs> they're like, whoops, technicality. Sorry, you're out. Yeah. Uh, but then the two the two celebrity judges have this like little moment in the camera before the credits, and they're like, shucks, we thought we got him this time. <laughs> I'll you're get like, you yet. Oh, you rascal. I mean, the one thing you kind of left out is when he has the the dish 
that the person is known for is smuggled to him at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> oh yeah, so he could taste it and be like, mm, so you he know could what taste this needs. Be like, pick out the stuff. And he's like, I can make this better. Like, yeah, come on, he, he looks at it. He smells it. He's like, this has a distinct lack of peppers. <laughs> <laughs> it's brisket. It's lacking. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> this is literally a rice dish, sir. Like. We are making a banana smoothie. For God's sake, don't put a pepper in it. It's a ghost it, pepper. I think you need yeah, something. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> a subtle, a subtle pepper. Perhaps 14 cayenne peppers. Yeah. I'm not going to oh. use that much pepper. I'm just going to use the tiniest bit of a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't even here's the thing. I won't even use the pepper. I'll just use these seeds. How about that? I'll just yeah. use the seeds of this pepper. Yeah. I'm not using the pepper. That's part of the challenge, right? I can't use the pepper. Right. Use the seeds. You didn't oh, say seeds. But it, but it's every time and he's like, I just I just made kind of a a New Mexico version of this dish. It's like, well of course you did. That's all you ever cook. It's fucking New Mexico something. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking at some of these dishes like throughout the seasons and it's like uh cuban pork cupcakes like really like and these are shit he won like he won cheesecake like how many peppers yeah. did he use in that motherfucker uh, yeah <laughs> right. it was probably just a giant pepper shaped like a cheesecake yeah. he won right. cupcakes he won hot dogs like uh ice cream sundae oh, oh. The fuck! I really don't like Bobby Flay. I really don't. <laughs> but like, how? But but that used this was the new version of Beat Bobby Flay because there used to be one called like Bobby Flay's Throwdown or something. Well, that's what I'm looking at. I'm actually looking at the Throwdown. Okay, so yeah, um, Throwdown was worse because you know what he would do? Bobby Flay would fucking fly out to your house and be like, <laughs> "Bitch, I heard you make brisket," and you're like, "Oh," and then he was like, "I can make a better one." Yeah, he would Kool-Aid style. Yeah. Yeah, he would um if you had a restaurant, he would show up at a restaurant. But like there was times he would just show up at like you were having a barbecue and he just like talks so, some shit. You're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing at my house, Bobby like, Flay? Get out of here, Bobby Flay. And then he he would like challenge you and then invite the whole neighborhood over. And then after he won, he's like, I told you I'd beat you. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he, like, flies away on his private jet. It's like, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. Dirty dozens from In Living Color. This is trespassing, sir. My community loves the fact that I make caramel donuts with bacon on top. Like, I don't need some guy fucking flying in and being like, oh, you think those donuts are good? Yeah, we do, because they're good. Like, leave me alone. And then he's like, I'll make you some fucking donuts. You're like, we never asked for any of this, by the way. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Oh, you know, man. he's, he, uh, I'll put it this way. Bobby Flay's not a good brother. He's, uh, he's the first official not good brother list. If we make him not okay. a good brother. <laughs> he made that go. list. Bobby Flay's number list. one. Numero uno. I can completely agree with that. Bobby Flay, right. not a good brother. Who else is not a good brother? Oh, shit. Question number two. Oh, my God. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally not a good brother. I mean, some of these questions, like, I could just fire off answers real quick. Other yeah, ones, for sure. For oh, sure. I got to think about this. God damn yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Sexy, sexy star. 
The Fool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sexy Star, not a good brother right now. Not a good brother. Could maybe get redemption, but... Yeah, yeah, there's a redemption arc, maybe. He's got to blow over. in locker rooms to be able to get a redemption, though. (laughs) (laughs) She's Bobby Flayed out. She's <laughs> gonna show up at wrestling events and be like, "I, I, I hear you're you're good at arm bars. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good at arm bars. Well, yeah. I'll let me show you how good at arm bars I am. <laughs> Call them pepper bars now. Yeah, pepper bars. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so so we say Bobby Flay not a good brother. Uh, hmm. Someone who's no, not, not a good, a good brother. brother. And I'm just thinking, like, life in general. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just... <laughs> yeah. Not even just wrestling, but just... Hmm. So... I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> a... We it's can a, come back to that if somebody has a question. Right. Not... Yeah. And that could be a weekly, seg- <laughs> weekly segment. Like, who's not a good brother? <laughs> like, <laughs> this week, who made the bad list? I mean, arguably, in life, Jeff Jarrett is not a good brother. So. Yeah, fair play. That's a fair play. I've been hearing Enzo is not a good brother within the. Oh life. no! Really? Yeah, I hear he has a problem tipping yeah. strippers. Um, yeah. <laughs> and making Cedric Alexander do all the work before he gets his title title shot. Ooh. I can't wait to watch him get squashed. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. You know, he's not a good brother. This is a super deep cut. And, like, if any of you have watched King of Kong, uh-huh. that, that documentary about Donkey you Kong. About Billy Mitchell? Billy fucking Mitchell. <laughs> the least, the least good brother. Oh, with his God. American flag wearing. Tie wearing big buffant Ric Flair hair, taking credit oh, for shit. Record? Well, I submitted a tape an hour ago of me beating my record, which yeah. is your record. Oh, and don't don't worry that the tape, this fucking VHS tape, has a cut in it. Like it cuts from me not being the winner to me being the winner. But whoops, <laughs> it's just a weird glitch on the VHS, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, get out of here with that. Billy Mitchell. <laughs> like, what a great documentary, though. Because that really oh, set was. him up to be the worst heel you could possibly imagine. Because what was the other dude's name? It's like... Oh, shit. It, it was like... His goddamn name. It was like, oh, man, you know, I'm just trying my best. You know, I like to improve myself. I'm going to be a Donkey Kong champion. That's, you know, I really love this game. And I have an arcade oh, cabinet in my house. And I'm just going to try real hard. And we're going to do our best. And I'm going to do it for my family. You know, I just love this game and I love life. And then Billy Mitchell's like, fuck that. You're in my house now. <laughs> and he's Steve like, I'm going to be Steve Weeby. Yeah. And then he's like, you can't even come to the same arcade or come to the arcade because I have cause, watchers. Yeah, because I'm here and they're going to tell me what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. who's this guy think he is? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, also the fact that like Billy Mitchell had him jump through so many fucking hoops. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, his his machine's probably been uh, altered and stuff like that. So they had to come out and inspect his shit. And I mean, oh, God, it's a bad brother move. 
Definitely. Not <laughs> Sex Ferguson approved. Yeah. <laughs> that brother. Okay. Let's see. I'm thinking of one one question to kind of end it. One question to end this episode of Brethren Around. Sure. Hmm. To be continued. That to be continued. Let's see. What is your goal for Brethren Around? Hmm. The show. Miss America. The show. That's the Miss America. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Like that's (laughs) that's the deep shit I want to know. If if we're looking at the future of Brethren Around, what are your thoughts on it? Hmm. a good question because I have no idea <laughs> uh... and, and okay here here's the thing we'll make it we'll make it uh, this way let's say there's no budget restrictions let's say somehow we could all be in the same place at the same time mm-hmm. like perfect okay. dream scenario like if you wanted this shit to be the Ellen show like we we could talk that big but like your dream scenario of brothering around. Well, I don't want it to be the morning show, uh, show. The radio DJ. <laughs> the radio DJ show. Hey, it's Chip and Shitbag in the morning. <laughs> yeah, none of that. None of that shit. Hilarious, but not not none of that. Right. Howard Stern stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get a midget on here, and he's gonna tell us how he likes to have sex with strippers. There you go. <laughs> See that might that might be my goal for brother around actually. <laughs> it's just oh, turn it into fucking to nonsense. <laughs> so I'm gonna be like the Billy Mitchell, just like no, you cannot, no. Yeah, no, they, it, that I'm is not, edited no. clearly. <laughs> when I'm not here, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you guys have to record in the other room. I, this is my yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> You could call it Chewy in the Fuckface show. (laughs) (laughs) That format works so well. You just say a normal kind of name, and then you say a curse word with another word attached to it. The curse word, and yeah. Oh, it's but it's perfect every time. (laughs) Donkey in the Uh, fuck punch coming at you. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? Oh my god! Like what channel? Is this satellite radio? <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, are we Sirius XM? Please renew. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, my goal for would be uh, just to have a just a broad spectrum of topics and guests, and just just be a place just to just chill and talk. Yeah, because I I see it sort of like how Rooster Teeth had their show yeah. type things to where they just had the people on the couch and then they could kind of go over whatever. Um, but they could have a theme one time. They could play goofy games in front of the camera. Uh, like not even just video games, but like they could play, you know, Yahtzee or they could have a board game mm-hmm. night and then they could do Twister and then they could, you know, just ridiculous yeah. stuff. Like we could have our own studio, you know, we each have mm-hmm. our own cubicle, like brothering around is the full-time gig. Like that's what we do. And that then, would like, be awesome. we have That'd advertisers pay us to do it. Yeah. 
oh, a goal, a definite goal would be for like if the audience does get bigger, that they just send us questions beyond questions beyond questions. <laughs> oh, that that, that cool we epic. have to filter. That we, we have to yeah. filter because like, oh my gosh, we're so popular that we have all these questions. Yeah. We have to handpick these. Yeah. True. Guys, we're not taking any questions this week because we still have three <laughs> yeah. weeks worth of questions. Yeah, guys, <laughs> just calm down. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Not even for popularity sake, just because you know, I love to answer answer some questions. Yeah, we should I mean we should make that round anyway. We should just take yeah. some stuff, you know. Like on all of our Twitch streams, just be like, hey, mm-hmm. go send uh go send us a question on Twitter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Hit us up on that Twitter. I the, I mm-hmm. I would love like don't get me wrong like the full time gig thing would be awesome mm-hmm. but um I would be content with doing a panel like doing oh, a yeah. Panel. oh yeah sure oh yeah panel panel packs mm-hmm. I thought about that before <laughs> like what what music would we come out to and like we would actually like work the crowd <laughs> like I thought about that shit yeah, yeah. I I th- I think like one one of the beauties of it is like. Um, at least for me, one like one of my songs from my from my Twitch stream, people kind of say like when they hear it, they're like, I know that I'm getting ready for for your stream. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like I, I think it would be individual themes at that point where yeah, just like everybody so. comes out to something and it's like just kind of hype shit up. And then this Don't you dare be bitch sour, comes out and he, I'm just like Meh. world famous <laughs> two time champs and feel the power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, It'd be also so doing a podcast with Sex Ferguson would be awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah, if we got it, somehow got him on the okay. show, <laughs> I, I that kinda, would be amazing. If I ever decide to take a trip to get a tattoo, he has a shop in Georgia. He does. He does. I would fucking go down there, brother. Like, he not only dude. has a shop in Georgia, he has a fucking wrestling school in he Georgia does as well. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. The, what is what the Good Brother Dojo? Yes, it is. Yeah. I, if we could dojo. graduate from the Good Brother fucking Dojo, <laughs> holy shit, that would be terrific. I wouldn't even want a wrestling job. I would just want to be able to yeah. say I graduated and like get a T-shirt. And like too <laughs> too sweet, some people would be like, "That's it, man. I just trained here. That's cool. Peace. Yep. I'll be just a weekend the lawyer." Says I'm a good brother. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. My 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 uh, Cracker Jack toy says I'm a good brother. Um, <laughs> so basically, all I'm hearing is road trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Road trip I think so. Cool. I think so. Absolutely. Hmm. What about you, Moriarty? Uh, oh, oh, God. Hmm. It's a tough question, for sure. It is a it's tough finished. question. I've also been full of shitty answers tonight, as in no <laughs> answers. So, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, huh. Okay, I'll put, I'll put it to you this way. <laughs> From your PAX experience. Mm-hmm. Your most mm-hmm. recent pack experience. You went to packs. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the packs pox. You, mm-hmm. you you did good good did good work. Yes, what would you people. take from that experience? Like, is there a goofy story that happened to you? Is there something? Oh. Is there something like super memorable that you're like, oh my god, I gotta 
either relive this or never think about this again. Like either or, because that yeah, but like we take this to the grave type shit. Oh, like, we- oh god, oh god, oh god. Um, <laughs> hmm. I saw Jack Septicwise Septicai twice in the same day. Okay. Oh. That was interesting. I was yeah. with um, Zonky and Giant, and Giant goes, holy crap, there's Jack Septicai. He's, like, on the same uh, escalator as us, just, like, a couple, like, you know, steps below us. Yeah. And, um, you know, he eventually kind of ducks aside to take a picture. I did not I did not have the balls to, like, even say hi or anything. Mm. And, like, then he, like, walked by me later on in the day when I was, like, sitting, like, across from the um, the, the Twitch fucking area, like, right outside the partner lounge. Because, mm, right. of course, I can't go in. But, uh, <laughs> we're just hanging out and he just, like, walks on by. It's like, okay. <laughs> it was one of those uh, celebrities. Would... They're people, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I think it'd be kind of awesome to actually, like, you know, meet fans. Yeah. I think that'd be spectacular. That would be just awesome. Like, and then, just, like, out in the wild. Like, oh, hey, I know you. Let's get a picture. <laughs> yeah, and the, the weird thing is, and I know it's it, it would happen is they would bring stuff up from, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would have no inkling what the fuck they were talking about. Like, I, I, you, you were listening back then? I, I picture that in my mind. They'll be like, ha ha, whenever you went off on the fucking Bobby Flay stuff, and I'm like, what did I say about Bobby Flay? <laughs> like, I'll, I'll just com- completely forget. And that's the thing is, you know, whenever you see, you know, famous actors and stuff, and you're like, Tom Cruise, what was it like filming the first Mission Impossible? He's like, I don't fucking remember. And you're like, how can you not remember? That was an amazing movie. But now I get it. You do you mm-hmm. know, over a thousand podcasts. You do live shows. You do video stuff. And they're like, remember that time you were talking about? See, I can't even think of an example because I don't know what the fuck I was yeah. talking about. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And then they're like, haha, yeah. that was so great. Whenever you were on Nitro Beard in 2006 and you said such and such. And I'm like, nope. Great! I'm glad you enjoyed it. And you accidentally uploaded it at the same thing as your game of the year video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Yeah, like you just like sadly, I do. Um, I mean, I uh, I I used to go to Chiller Chiller Theater Fangoria uh, convention up in Jersey all the time, Mm -hmm. and Tom Savini was always there. Yeah. And now this is this is where I'm kind of going with this because it could go the way you're saying or it can go the way it went for him where everybody was walking up going, oh, you had the cock pistol from from this movie. And he's just like, fucking, I've done other shit than that. Like, that's all he would hear is just like, oh, yeah. you were a sex machine in Dust Till Dawn. He's just like, I also did the visual effects for the first Friday the 13th. I mm-hmm. Did uh, yeah. the remake of uh, Night of the Living Dead. I've done this. I've done that. I was in Dawn of the Dead and all the other stuff. And he just can list off stuff. And all they wanted to hear was, so uh, how'd that gun work? And it's, yeah. it was a fucking prop. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder if, like, the pro wrestlers get that a lot. Like, hey, Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. Woo! Just that, uh, like yeah. well, I mean, Sasha's a golden... got her whole issue right now with uh, the fact that she got all pissy with fans because they wanted an autograph. 
and all the all the workers are like, yeah, I mean, they basically are the people that are paying your fucking paycheck. So yeah. don't don't poo poo it. Don't do it. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah, it's true, man. I mean, that's a tough racket. It really is a tough yeah. racket. This whole show mm-hmm. business thing. You know, we might be we might be on the amateur level. We might be those weekend warriors right now. But you never know. You never know who's going to break out big. You never know where the future is going to go. And we definitely won't know what the fuck we were talking about. So if, if you're a fan and you come up to us and shake our hands, just be like, hey, I love your work. A lot of your stuff made me laugh. You can definitely feel free to bring up anything we, we've said. Anything. At any time, be like, oh, and you said the thing about the, you know. You, There's you get, no guarantee that we'll remember. Yeah, we'll just nod and be like, yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did Remember do that, that thing. Time you said that shit about CM Punk and how you don't like him, and I'm just like, yes, I remember every <laughs> I fucking vividly. <laughs> I read it from a script that I have saved in my hard drive. That's how much I remember don't, it. Don't like, punch me in the stomach for my views, but yes, that is how I feel. <laughs> oh man, see, and that that really makes me because I think you know what one of the things that would be quoted all the time would be our '80s action movie. The oh, 80s action if, movie if we they made. If they heard it, if they heard it, if they heard it, it would have. Oh, God, we need to. We need to relive idea. it. We need to redo it one time. <laughs> we need to just it's, scope it's this all out. On its, on its yeah, we'll just do an hour and a half of workshopping. Uh, brother, brother, around theater, masterpiece theater. You've been throwing that a lot lately, so it sounds like it's about to. It's about to be a be a thing. I it think sounds it's like it's percolating. It's yeah. It's turning into an idea. It's like, yeah. if Sex Ferguson can get over, some of our stuff, it's got to get over. If he was our police captain. Oh my God, if Sex Ferguson. <laughs> I'm just hopped up on so many somas, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> I don't care what you do. Just give me some gas station dick pills, some rats, and we're good to go. <laughs> and like evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me the convict gimmick. Get me over to Stu. Let him stretch him out a little bit. It'll be good. <laughs> oh, man. But I think that is it for the new and improved brother around. Good times. Good times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. we got one person on the bad brother list. So far. That, so far. It might keep growing. You never know. But you know who's good be. brothers? Everyone in this room. Right now, everyone yeah, in this man. chat right now, and here's the thing, everyone listening, you're all good brothers. You're your honorary VIP members, Hall of Famers, on that good oh, brother what's your list. Name is Bobby Flay. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Oh. You, you could be a, you could be a listener, Bobby Flay, and you, you'd still be on the list. Sorry, that uh, that's Not true. Sorry. I mean, don't you always feel bad for someone like it's some 18 year old kid from Jersey, and he's like, I'm not that Bobby Flay. And it's like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just sure guilty. You're guilty by association. <laughs> Go talk to your other boy, Bobby Flay, and then you'll know why. But that's our time. So I'm Wes Gardner. That's Marco Flores. That's Moriarty, and that is Todd EVF. And we will see you guys next week here on Brother and Around.